everyone. Welcome to Heady Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what all ease. And in this episode, we're talking about what's mine and what's ours. Okay, first of all, if you're listening to this episode because of the title, it ain't that. <laughs> I was trying to think of another title, but this one came to mind and it stuck with me. So here we are. Okay, back to the topic. So last episode, I mentioned that my mind didn't really take a break while I was taking a break from recording. C'est la vie. I said I've been busy, including people busy, but I realized I didn't say much more than that. So then I was thinking, maybe I should share that stuff, the stuff that's been keeping my mind busy. But then I thought, how much do I share? All of it? Some of it? The most interesting to me or what would be most interesting to you? But what if that thing or things isn't something I want to share out loud? But wait, does that mean I'm being inauthentic if I don't say all the things? So what makes something private and what makes something shareable? Is it the context of the thing or is it more about me? And to answer my own question, I'm thinking the answer is, it's more about me. But then I think, am I processing it if I'm not sharing it? Or is it just a heady thought that's going around in circles in my head? I'm probably not processing it. Knowing damn well, I need to process things. <laughs> I mean, makes sense why a three-week break didn't feel like a break. So then I'm thinking about the lesson I learned in Bali. My hurting thing, my self-sabotage thing is not saying things. So am I labeling something private? Not because it really is private, but because it's stuck in my throat. Dang, girl. Or is it related to something I saw recently on IG? You knew that was going to happen. IG showing me something that makes me get heady. Anyways. This guy was explaining the difference between being transparent and being vulnerable. Being transparent is me giving you information, like I had a bad day. But being vulnerable is me giving you information that you could use to either help me or hurt me or even judge me. Like, I had a bad day because. And when I heard that, it stuck. See, I knew before already the definition or the example of vulnerability that he gave, right? Something that you can use to hurt me or to help me. But I hadn't before thought about maybe sometimes I applaud people or applaud myself for being vulnerable, but maybe it's really being transparent. At least how it's described by this guy. So then I think, which I've talked about before in one of the early, early episodes, like number four or something, this idea of being vulnerable and how much of it is required of me to be on here, this podcast with you. It's a work in progress for sure. There's still so many stories I want to share with you that I will share with you, but I just can't right now. 
But also, I think I'm allowed to change my mind about how vulnerable or transparent I get on here or with people in real life. My goal is always vulnerability when it's safe to do so. But that condition, when safe to do so, has to be the most important thing. I realized recently my strength and empathy is also my biggest blind spot. When you crave vulnerability, it will make it your strength, but when it has conditions, and your Achilles heel when it has no conditions. Like, I'm vulnerable when you're not presenting yourself to be a safe place to do that. That's not good. Or if I'm requiring vulnerability and I'm not presenting myself as a safe place to do that, that's not good either. <laughs> Jennifer, get back to it. Sharing stuff on this podcast. Oh, yeah. So then I think, yes, I know. There's a lot of then I thought or then I think. My thought process often reminds me of the kid's book, If You Give a Mouse a Cookie, how one thought or one thing creates the need for the next thought or the next thing. <laughs> so then I think of a recent ending of a popular podcast. I won't say the name of it here. And I also shouldn't say popular because what do I know about what's popular or not? But it's two friends. I mean, best friends. They were doing a podcast together, very much centered around their friendship, as well as their own life experiences. So recently the podcast ended, but I found out that the friendship ended too. Is that another point for team don't mix personal and business? Because if the business ended the friendship, that sucks. But if the friendship ended outside of the business, Obviously, now that sucks for the business, too. Anyways, I found myself trying to see if I could find out why they weren't friends anymore. Like, I caught myself being invested in trying to investigate the backstory of the breakup. And then I realized it's not because I necessarily cared, but because they had been so open, so vulnerable about their friendship. So this part they're going to keep private? Like, what? I mean, obviously, I know they have the right to do that. I'm just saying, I noticed myself and had to stop my own nonsense. Like, Jennifer, what are you doing? Go live your own life. Anyways, but now I'm thinking, what if I say something on this podcast that I may not want to provide a conclusion for in the future? Something I'm vulnerable with now, but then decide to keep it or make it private in the future. Then that brings me back to the beginning thought. Does that make me inauthentic? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I came into this episode already knowing I wasn't going to be telling a specific story about anything. So I'm sorry if you're still waiting for one. I just came to share this thought process and maybe have you consider also are you being transparent when you're really trying to be vulnerable? Or do you present as a safe place when desiring vulnerability from others? If you are a creator who creates for others, either personally or professionally, have you decided what stays private to you and what you share? 
or is it case by case? I mean, I've always been the one to easily speak in metaphors anyways. So not saying the specifics isn't new to me or isn't hard for me. I will say this podcast format, I think, has helped some with the throat chakra stuff. Saying something is better than nothing while working on everything. And about those things that kept my mind busy while I was on a recording break, they are still private. (laughs) I am an open book, but that doesn't mean I have to write everything down in the book. (laughs) Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) Not because the private things are necessarily spicy, or I don't know, spicy enough, but because they are mine, even if just for the season. And vulnerable or not, I'm not obligated to share what is mine. I actually teach parents and teachers that all the time. Stop telling children they have to share their toy just because someone else wants it. You're not teaching them to share. You're teaching them to abandon themselves. Ooh, that's a good one too. So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. Decide what parts are private, then be quiet. And hopefully, now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow, and if you haven't already, find me on Instagram at HeadyGirlPod or SpeakPipe to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye.